This week, we struggle to get to grips with Alison's character. We discuss how one utterance of a word Dracarys could have saved the realm from certain doom, and we ask ourselves, does Bigfoot have a foot fetish? Welcome to Bastards and Broken Things. Hello lovely lords and ladies, I am your host Sir Len and I have gathered the small council to discuss the events of episode 9 of House of the Dragon. Those doors stay shut until our business is finished. Mm. On our council we have Lady Emma Arryn. Nice to see you all, very excited to be back. And of course we have Bronze John. You alright mate? Yeah, yeah alright, just chugging along on that. Just doing doing doing, these uh, isn't it? Doing more of these. Doing more of these. Yep. yep. And of course, we have Lady Baron. Greetings. Boo. <laughs> Once again, greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> How are you today? The good news is the council sound enthused. Uh, so that's the really good. just died. Really have start. a bit of couth. Okay. Mm. We're grieving. There is no time for mourning. Okay. Because we've got to get our shit sorted out right here. Yes. Yeah. And install some wanker on the throne. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so you all right, yeah? You're just, you're just happy? Good, mate. Happy, just... Good. Yeah. You know, we... You're, you're in Australia, so you're missing out on all the, uh, the chaos of, of the leadership of our country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've heard it's gone to shit since I left, to be honest. Yeah. The UK. It is yeah. worse mm. than in Westeros, in House of Definitely. Dragon. Definitely. It fucking yeah. is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd take is. I'd take the small council over the fucking atrociousness. Would, yeah, that is our government. I'd right take now. Otto Hightower pulling the strings and having some idea of what he wants to achieve over whatever it is yeah. that we're enduring. Definitely, he'd be good. You would, you would. I'd vote for him. Well, I'm sorry to hear that my beloved homeland um, <laughs> is falling to pieces. I feel a bit like Daenerys. You know, I'm, <laughs> I've been shipped across to another continent. Um, and I need to come back there to Sold unite. to a, uh, a doth rack. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. Didn't yeah. work out too well yeah, for getting, her, uh, though, did What, it? every night? Nah, no. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, all right, well, as is tradition here, we start by giving the episode a blueberry rating. Of course, we had a hot take earlier in the week with myself and Sir Gareth, um, the little squire who has possibly been knighted, but we're not quite sure Definitely because not. of a technicality. Uh, Bronze John says definitely not. Well, he's turned up to like two of these pods. Like, I mean, he can't yeah, get shambles. knighted. Fucking hell. We should Absolute get shambles. knighted. He, if he turns up to the finale, he can get knighted. That's the well, incentive for him. That's the carrot. That's a big if. I think he, get, he gets executed in the finale, to be honest. Yeah. Could do. Episode yeah. one, um, season two. End on a high. Could do. Yeah. Just watched uh, Baylor actually last night, season one, episode <laughs> nine. Oh. Sad times. Because uh, my partner, who has never seen Game of Thrones, yeah. uh, started watching Your House of the Dragon because she never liked Game. She never liked Game of Thrones, um, and she watched House of the Dragon. And she's really into it. So then we started Game of Thrones, and I'm like, excellent! This is great. Mm. I get to watch all of it again. Yeah. So I'm really excited. And we just watched Baylor last night, and she was like, "What the fuck?" Mm. So you know, 
it's really fun reliving those moments. Anyway, I, I, I digress. Let's get back no, to this. No, more of that. We're going to give yeah, this episode... Yeah, let's talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We're going to give this episode a blueberry score. And we've pretty much got the whole gang together, of course, without Gareth. But what did we make of this episode, team? Episode 9, titled The Green Council. I'm going to go to Emma first. Oh. Hello, Emma. Oh, okay. You're hoping for a bit of positivity from me, are you, before we get into the rest of it? No, never, never. Um, Well, I actually, yesterday, I watched both episode eight and episode nine in quick succession, um, which was interesting. Yeah, watch that as well. Yeah, we're covering that next, (laughs) are we? Go on it. Uh, And in between that, listen to the podcast. Well done for last week, Lucy and Len. Uh, very good two man mm. show, almost as good as the Emma and John show, but mm. you know. mm, definitely um, better than that. And then this morning, I listened to the hot take. I am very torn. I'm I'm flip flopping with episode nine because there are parts of this episode that had re- very redeeming qualities. There was some good acting there were some interesting parts of the storyline. And interestingly, uh, I've just put the book Fire and Blood down at the moment uh, that King Viserys died because I thought, actually, I don't Mm. want to ruin the last two episodes for myself, last episode now. Uh, So I've left it because I feel like at this point I can wait to find out what happens in the book and see it live on the screen, seeing as I've gone this far through the season. Um, So... There are a lot of confused faces, so either I'm, I'm waffling or I'm quiet, one or the other. No, 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 no. No, no. Just, just, <laughs> listening. No. just listening. Just listening. Just listening intently. Oh, sorry, I yeah, had to listening. deliver a had to deliver a training course today and there were similar faces <laughs> on at your the feet. screen. No, don't say um, that. <laughs> that that in itself lost this episode of Blueberry. Mm. Because there's no contact <clears throat> context. No context to that at all. Um mm. And and actually, I've been mulling this over this evening, thinking about it, and I think that it just wasn't strong enough to warrant it compared to the rest of the season. And I think it's only a three blueberry for me. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Interesting, Emma. So I've, I've thank you for those waffles. You know, wandered <laughs> through the scores in the last three episodes. We're going to throw it to Lady Baron next. Uh-huh. Lady Baron. Um. Yes. Thought this was quite a meh episode, actually. Not saying that because it's episode nine, it had to be a blockbuster. Uh, didn't really as it is did tradition. bust mm. some blocks right at the end, Ooh. but <laughs> like literally, like the building blocks of the sept. Yes, um, yes, we've read yeah, between the lines. Yeah, just for those at yeah, home that didn't that. get the uh, the context <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, I have to say I don't know if this has been covered yet. Um, because I was thinking, why am I not really connecting with this show? Like, what is it about it? I think it's probably one of the most drab and dull shows to look at. I think it's just the the palette that they use. It's just Fifty Shades of Grey, and even when they go outside, I'm like, where is the natural light? Like, if you think about Game of Thrones, I know obviously they had use of different locations. I thought King's Landing had like a Mediterranean climate. Why is it always so fucking dark and just mm. dreary? And I, I, as much as I might enjoy certain scenes and performances. Watching it is not enjoyable because looking at it is just not... I just don't feel like I get anything out of it. Like visually, I, I really don't like the way it's shot, I have to say. I don't like the the scenery. It's, it seems like because they don't have to move around, they're like, let's just do it all in Northern Ireland. And it's like, right, well, 
I thought King's Landing was meant to be warm. Am I am I wrong? I mean, is this like <laughs> no. Game of Thrones was obviously like in the the quote unquote summer, you know, the long summer or whatever. Um, is this a, is it different because of that? But it's just it just looks so dull to me. It's such, such like the coloring is just so boring and one dimensional. But anyway. Yeah, I didn't think it was a great episode. I thought there were some good moments, but there was also stuff that was a bit baffling. I thought certain characters that had potential kind of undercut by <laughs> once you actually hear them speak and have dialogue, like Aymond. I was like, oh, I thought he was quite cool last week, and now he's speaking. I'm like, yeah, the mystique's gone. Um, I It's a shame, because I actually thought last week was strong and the week before. Um, I would give this a three. I thought it was quite, eh. The ladies are aligned. We have. An oh alliance has, has formed. The, the council speaketh. They have rolled their little balls on the table, put them in the little holes, and <laughs> just Jesus. murdered someone. Watch out for those balls. Who they gonna, yeah. Who they gonna murder? Um, if only. Right, I'll go next. I'll go next because we'll end with a blockbuster. Because <laughs> as is in my notes, definitely put John last because um, <laughs> it's just I just know the way his little brain works. Yeah, and I, you know, I make all these nice plans. And I know what he's gonna say. Anyway. Um, I'm very conflicted. I'm conflicted with this episode um, because I think there are some parts that are well constructed. Um, I really like the eerie opening, um, you know, with the empty throne room and the sort of piano motif and the servant finding series. I think that's all very good mm. and plays into the, a lot of the things that I imagined when I read the book. Um, I really like the Green Council scene. Um, there's something in it that I'm not too fond of which I'll get on to um, and I think the work of the actress playing Princess Rainies is fantastic I think she's been brilliant the this best. season um, she's a she's a powerhouse you know and, and I think someone I am you know actually connected to as a character and I think that's important that we have some of these emotional connections when this war is about to kick off um, but I think because I'm someone who sort of knows the source material um I just think this episode could have been so much better. And that's obviously, that's, I'm not going to say that's the show's fault. I mean, for anyone who's read the book, I think there's just so much more in here, like in, in the source material, that if it was translated to the screen, I think just would have made the whole situation a lot more fucking disgusting, what the Greens are doing. Um, and it didn't come across like, you know, it's the maddest thing in the world, what they're doing. It's sort of just it lost so much tension because they kept this escapade to find Egon going on, um, which was just such false jeopardy because I've written in my notes here, like if Egon died, who gives a, who gives it, who gives a fuck if Egon died? Eamon's King, that's better for everyone, right? So there's no jeopardy in my opinion, whether Egon went to Essos, whether someone slit his throat in flea bottom or, you know, whatever, there's other, uh, kings they could install ones who are better suited to the role anyway you know what I mean mm. so for me there's zero jeopardy finding Egon in Flea Bottom and I've always thought even when I read the source material I was like it's probably better if this kid just dies genuinely <laughs> do you, do you um, think that they did that to try and give him a bit of background considering they haven't bothered with any of that <laughs> really well of course of course and it's completely correct background because this is exactly what happens in the books he is found in a fighting pit in fucking um you know flea bottom and there is this these children fights going on and there's his bastards down there and there's all this shit going on but I, i've always thought like he's he is a character who obviously might have time to grow and, and change or whatever but at this point it's not a disaster if he dies in my opinion 
You know what I mean? It's actually more of a hindrance to have him alive. So zero jeopardy finding him. Zero, in my opinion. And and, and it took away from the tension in the Red Keep, which is it's really interesting. You've got, you know, all these lords and ladies being purged and uh, hanged and the servants being imprisoned. And it's essentially like in lockdown, you know. And every <laughs> I'm time sorry, they what happened out in into... lockdown in Australia, Len? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. The kangaroos imprisoned us and the koalas beat us at night. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just felt I just felt like that was a weird decision. Um, so I have to give this episode a three blueberry. I, I think there are a couple of things in here where they wrote themselves into a corner. Like, and they didn't need to, especially the ending. I'm, I, I think there's a lot of questions going to be raised about that end scene. Yes, it was kind of cool, but thematically, it didn't need to yeah, exist. I think it was cool. Like, it was cool it, for about three seconds, and then reality hit, and you're like, mm, but why? I mean, you just look at the memes online. It's like, why didn't she just burn them all alive? Mm. Burn you know, them all. No, <laughs> there's no reason not to. Like, genuinely, like she's smart. She knows they're about to go to war. She knows she's going to be fighting these guys on Dragonback next episode. Well, that's it. So (laughs) it's like, it's like, why wouldn't she just fucking do it? And, and, and they made it up. You know, it's not in the book. They made up this fictional scene. Oh, I didn't see. I obviously didn't know that. So it's absolutely crazy. So the only reason I give it three is because I think they wrote themselves into a corner and they took away from the Red Keep stuff. And the Red Keep stuff is good. It's good. It's just annoying that it wasn't, more of the episode so i'm giving it a three and like i said in the hot take i have very high hopes for next episode knowing seeing the trailer what a few moments that are coming up and i think episode 10 might be their big episode this season not episode nine over to bronze john yeah um <laughs> uh it's a terrible episode isn't it it's um <laughs> it's really bad it's really bad and um that <clears throat> we were talking about this last night offline um the that end part that spectacle um there will be the vast majority of viewers will love that uh because right, yeah. it just looks amazing right and lucy just said oh it's it's not in the book and that is my biggest problem with it because motivational wise it makes zero sense I I think in the next episode you'll have uh Rainis who will be like yeah let's you know let's let's go on the attack and it'll be like what do you mean like you literally <laughs> could have killed them yesterday what are you talking about yeah. it's that it, so visually I get it I know there'll be people that listen to this and they'll be like what do you mean it was amazing it isn't yeah, yeah. it's lazy and and it's the sort of thing that people do when they're like, oh, this would be quite cool, wouldn't it? Well, no. I mean, like, in terms of the characters' motivations, it doesn't make any sense. And it's going to look even worse mm. in like, so next episode and then a couple of episodes down the line with, with where the story actually goes. Um, absolutely. Uh, she's right to not burn all of them there and then. Like in in terms of her character in this show, but it will not make yep. sense in terms of where the story goes. And actually, it kind of it annoys me a little bit because it's leaning towards that, you know, the blacks are holier than thou, 
um, and the greens aren't. And it isn't. It really isn't mm. black and white like that. Mm. It really isn't. No, it isn't. Um, I, I actually... Um, uh, the the Eamon stuff. I I I actually felt like, like he was acting a little bit more, like with within himself. I didn't think it was over the top. I didn't mind him in this episode. Some of the more interesting parts in terms of his relationship with Helena and uh, the small suggestions that maybe they're his kids. You know, like I, that's I, interesting. I, I like yeah. that. Um, that's just terrible, isn't it? Like, so the oh my god, this this chase for Agen. Oh my word, Jesus Christ! I've never been more bored ever. I was like, what the fuck? Like the twins in the book, fine. In the show, yep. I don't care. I but don't also, had care. any of us I, noticed I, I, them up until this episode? Because I had me and Len, me and Len, yeah, last episode. yeah, bit bits and pieces, right? But um, forget that it's episode nine. If this was episode seven, I'd be like, oh, fuck, "What's going on? Where's the pacing gone in this episode?" Like, I, I, I would almost have been, uh, I'd have been more impressed if the whole episode was just in that room at the beginning. I, I, I'd be kind of like, oh, I, I like the artistic choice here. G- give yeah, some no, of those John, older guys a chance yeah. to act because they can. I I was literally thinking off the top of my head, and I don't know how compelling an hour of television it made, but you see the service dead and then they go to the room and they're in there for an hour mm. and it's fucking you know, kicking off and there's stuff going on. That to me would have been a very strong episode and it creates that sense of fear. That, that that I got reading the book, the idea that it was like fucking hell, this is mental. Yeah, you know, I, I was mean? really looking forward to that scene. So the the way in which it played out, we've got Barristan the Bold number two for some reason. I mean, I like I like I like yep. him. I do like him. <clears throat> yep, but he has no significance in the books. They're obviously gonna they're gonna turn him into Barristan the Bold for Team Black. That's definitely gonna happen. Um, and it's just uh, there's too there's too many things going on where I'm just like fucking hell. And the the one thing that really killed it for me, again, episode nine of a ten episode season, and I I do think that episode ten will be excellent. I do. Yeah. Um, but it's episode nine. You you just said you're rewatching season one with with your misses, and you've just watched episode nine, and I remember how I felt. When, you know, spoiler warning, Ned Stark, he dies in episode nine. Now, <laughs> yeah. I reckon there's about five or six characters that could have died in episode nine in season one. You'd be as, well, closely devastated as much as you were with Ned. There's not a mm-hmm. single character in this show at the moment. If they died in episode nine, I wouldn't be like, oh, fucking hell. No, how have they done that? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah. Next. I don't I don't have anyone to root for in this show. I'm just get on with it. Let's get to the wars. Um there are set pieces I'm looking forward to, but there's no real character development. The 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 one character that was acting out of his skin, he's gone now. So it's like, well, I I, I, gen- <laughs> I so you talk about the there's no stakes with with Egon. And you're right. But I I'd apply that to everyone. I I get I guess it's something they could obviously work on over the over the coming seasons. I mean, you 
you're right in terms of the impact isn't there for like if even if we lost Damon, which is probably one of my favorite characters, I'd be like, yeah, but like, well, I think he's shit, one of your favorite but... characters because you've read the book. I, I like I'm talking about <laughs> just just take the show as as isolated because look, I, I yeah. I'm cheating a little bit. I'm looking forward to episode ten because as as we discussed yesterday, I think there is one probably two things that are going to happen in episode ten that I'm more looking forward to seeing people's reactions to because I know it's yeah. happening. Um, but ugh, I mean, does does that make for a, a, an amazing series definitely not and and this and this was the culmination of everything that i was worried about look so mm. so for me it's it's a two um ouch i uh I, I, the, the, no one can convince me this isn't the worst episode of the season no one um and and the and the yeah, only maybe. people that think that it isn't the worst episode of the season their reason for it will be no but the dragon at the end it's like but that's terrible you're taking a character that actually you're supposed to now like because they've clearly made Team Black the best team ever. She's fucking killed like hundreds of like yes, bystanders. That was my. What's going on here? I mean, there's an interview I... with her. Just to touch on that, Eve Best, the actress, and she says that this this scene shows actually that she should have been the the true ruler because she showed such mercy to her adversaries. And like, you've killed so many of the common people that were shuttled oh in God. there against their will to watch yeah. this kind of... And you didn't give a shit because they're below you and it's like fucking class well, war at yeah, this well, point. Well, well, that's it. Like, I, 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 I don't mind if, they, if they've crafted the story to be that, you know what? I mean, we've got two warring families that don't give a shit about anyone. We should despise both yeah, of them. That would be quite you good. Know, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily mind that. Um, it was definitely it meant to be a Daenerys anyone. sort of bad bitch moment, and it like was for a second, and then you think, how many people are dead now because of this? Yeah, you know, you, you can't deny that Eve Best's performance was stand out in this episode. Yeah, but I've, I've always the liked her. The writing I, behind it was appalling. Yeah, like I um, uh, when her and uh, and Corliss, I, I think I can't remember if it was episode four or whatever. I was saying that the older actors in this show are good when they're just given time good dialogue i really like them but then they're put in scenarios that not only do they not exist in the book they have no business existing in this show if, if you're supposed to be a viewer that's like oh right okay well why has that happened like ugh, yeah um all right well that's our oh, jesus thoughts on the episode um i think we all agree that it's one of the weakest if not the weakest episode of the season now listener i know that sounds uh like a hard thing to hear especially if you thought, like John said, the dragon thing was awesome. Uh, but we're going to tell you why they made certain mistakes this episode uh, from our perspective. And um, then, uh, you know, we've also said that episode 10 is going to be a banger no matter what. So don't worry. Right? Just chill <laughs> out. Next yeah? week, yeah. Zero Blues anyway. all round. <laughs> it's important to, to preface it with, if you watched it and you loved it, hey, Fine. you know, good fortune to you. You know, I, 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 I don't, I have no issue with that. I, I do have a certain issue with with people rating this episode higher than you know episode six of Rings of Power because that's just getting that's a hate bombed crime because well that is a hate crime and some of it is genuine yeah it really is um but uh, <laughs> yeah like it's look if if you enjoyed it fair play to you but I just I expected much much more um, and what I got was you know fucking frozen pizzas 
one pound frozen pizza from Tesco or whatever. Awful. Yeah. Walmart to you Americans or Kmart maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 7-Eleven. Uh, let's... <laughs> yeah, God. Let's have a quick advert and then we'll jump into the plot. Yes, quick advert here, just to say that we are coming to the end of our run of coverage of House of the Dragon Season 1. Um, but of course, we do so much more <laughs> here at Fan Critical. You can, uh, if you're listening on any of the other channels that isn't Fan Critical, our main channel, please do go across to Fan Critical and subscribe because we release uh, loads of different content covering loads of different films. We have our own original content, uh, how the fuck have you not seen that series, uh, worse than Netflix, all these things will be around. So when House of the Dragon is finished, uh, and obviously hopefully finished on a triumphant high with episode 10, um, we implore you to come back and listen to us uh, for other stuff, yeah? Um, <laughs> and to say, if you do want to give us some precious monies, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical. Uh, last week we made an impassioned plea uh, to help little Gareth because he's so small and that and um, the money you give uh, gives vital nutrients to little Gareth to help him grow and flourish <laughs> in what is an ever-changing and scary world for him okay mm. so please do he's uh, gonna be very uh, upset with that, isn't he? <laughs> again <laughs> forward slash yeah. fan critical and help our little squire gareth nah just joking it helps the podcast doesn't it but in a way it helps gareth definitely so, helps you know. him yeah. i mean all i'm good. upset by that let alone gareth's traumatized <laughs> if anything all right let's jump into the plot <laughs> of episode nine the green council Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, so episode nine is called The Green Council, obviously referring to the new small council. Also, and Alicent have been growing and assembling to purge the kingdom and install Egon II as king. After King Viserys' death, we see an empty iron throne. In the dead of night, a servant boy has found Viserys dead. He tells <laughs> the other servants, and then the queen is told that he has passed. Um, I've put, I've put here that I really like the the way this opens with the piano motif, the sort of empty uh, throne room, gloomy. Um, dark. You know, I, I really liked it. She can't see anything. I like I the think darkness maybe... of this, Lucy, because my TV dead. is probably a bit <laughs> shit. I mean, some of that has to probably go onto my TV, but it's just like, where where are we? Yeah. Where are we? There's no distinguishing <laughs> features. You know no, where we are. Come on, it's not like we're no, we're in fucking a shy. Well, yeah, we that's where we are, Lucy. Yeah, well, obviously, I know. can't fucking see a thing. 
But yeah, the piano was good. The music was good. Yeah, it was a strong opening, wasn't it? Like, mm. I mean, that whole opening and then with the small council and all that, you know, rushing around in those discussions were good. It was it was a good opening. It had promise. Like I've got a question here. Promised. I've got a question here. Um, Alicent, and she's going to be a hot top. We didn't even really get to talk about Alicent, even in our fucking overview, overview thoughts, which I think is a bit mad because... Um, I've put here, John, she seemed genuinely upset that Viserys was dead. Yeah. And I was confused. I I think it's probably more the right now now things have to happen rather than... Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because it's like, right, well, now, now it's going to kick off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think she did have um, feelings yeah. for him, like tender feelings of caring. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got to develop some kind of affection. I think she cared about for him. somebody. Yeah, that you've been married to for that long as well. Mm. And I, I think, know, but fucking and, hell, he's a zombie, a, isn't he? Like, it is funny how they all seem <laughs> quite surprised zombie. he died. I was like, he's been dead for years. Have you seen this bloke? Look at yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I also, I, you know, I wonder if part of her reaction was also, you know, like I said, fear, but like trepidation of how how do we move forward now and and is all of this the right thing to do what what should i be fighting for i think that's what's going through her head and i think she's a good actress she's very good mm. i think olivia cook is doing a very good job i think they've zigzagged on her character to the point now where i'm a bit like i don't understand you're trying to kill renera one week and now you're like oh no we can't kill renera <clears throat> it's like sorry you took a fucking dagger to her throat couple years ago obviously in, in <laughs> well, that's it. it's, yeah. it's my good friend the time jump mm. so just making everything confusing <laughs> oh my good friend the time jump <laughs> hello time jump how are you today welcome welcome back <laughs> um I, I i've written here that uh and this is the thing that i was talking about that it could have been so much more grotesque and disgusting um this whole you know we have to hide that he's dead until we sort shit out situation. He they leave did. him in the room for seven days rotting. <laughs> seven days. Is it actually seven rotting. days? I mean, that's batshit. And that is mental to me. Like, it's just kind of like, it goes to show you how, and I know the book version of Alison doesn't really give a fuck about Viserys. You know what I mean? Mm. She's fully focused on uh, installing Aegon and getting every, all the ducks in a row instead of caring for her late husband's body. You know, the stench coming out of that room and shit like that they talk about in the books and it's obviously foul. It must have stuck um, in there anyway, to be honest. I mean, he's been absolutely. rotting for about 10 <laughs> yeah. years. Um, Jesus, he was already rotting. I reckon there were people that would have gone in there and like served him breakfast and stuff and like combed his hair noticed. and that. Like, yeah. yeah. He's actually looking quite chipper today. He's, I mean, he's not really talking much, but yeah. I think he's going to pull through. He's dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've, I've, look at the I've, state of him. Look, I'm, I think I'm going to dig a little bit into this episode a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'll try not. Really, to. I hadn't, I hadn't got that. No, no, impression. no, no. Well, you know, I've, I'm going to surprise you then. <laughs> Just wait. Um, why is that boy not running? Why is he so calm? Because what I've always <laughs> found about the the master, like the wisp, you know, the birdies that give all the whispers and stuff, mm. they are very calm, aren't they? Yeah, they they're all very. Well trained. No, but hurry up. Like little spies. <laughs> if they're the only ones that know, then there's no rush, is there? They hold. They the don't want to draw attention to themselves either. Yeah. Why is he? Why is that lad running? Mm. What's he doing? There's no like, one he's, there. Just, he's just walking along. No one's gonna look at him. Yeah, no. Shit there's about always kids. someone. That's why they it's use them. Someone. They're inconspicuous. Um, Someone's always watching, John. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll accept Lucy's answer. That seems fairly uh, uh, correct. Um, so this happens literally the night after it's all kicking off in the palace. Mm-hmm. They've all the uh, the other entourage. They've all gone already, have they? Well, yeah. I tell you what. The I tell you what. I was worried that they were still at the fucking castle because. I was sat there going, are you, when they were talking about, and we'll get onto it in a minute, but the, actually, let's move on to it now. We'll talk about this. Um, the small council, or the green council, plus Lord Beesbury, uh, convene and discuss what must be done. It is revealed that the Greens have had a plan in place for some time to kill Rhaenyra and Damon and install Aegon II as king. Alison is shocked by this. No. Um, so, what? Uh, let's talk about this now. <laughs> Rhaenyra and Damon, uh, like you just alluded to, John, I was worried because it had just been the same night that they had. Obviously, they would surely just stay in the castle and then, uh, and then go back. Yeah, mm. like sleep th- it off. She did say uh, immediately after the dinner fiasco of episode eight that she'd take the children back. But she, I suppose, she had sent them to bed. So maybe they left at dawn or something, you know, to catch the good waves. No, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah, I've, it, it is a bit misleading. I she think. said, I'll fly back the next um, day on Dragonback. Yeah, she did say that. Yeah, yep. that didn't happen. Did she it? did say oh. that. So where is she? <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't. Well, yeah, true. I wonder how long it takes to sail from King's Landing to Dragonstone. Probably like, what, like four hours on the ferry? Question, probably, though. Question. Because, Len, when you say, and I'm, I'm really sorry because I know that I'm going to derail us here. When you say that they've kept his body there for seven days, are you talking canon book yep. here? Because I don't, yep. I did not get that impression in the show. I felt like this all happened in the same day. No, it does happen. No, in, in the, the show, day, it, yeah. in the show, this is all in one day. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That so it's less shit. illogical that Venera has like disappeared for seven days when she said she was coming back the next day. Fine. Okay, Correct. makes more yeah. sense. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just saying it could have been better. Like, you know, if this whole red keep was on lockdown for like a week and people are like fucking panicking. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so this small council plus Lord Beesbury, um, which I've said here is the green council, the name of the episode. Uh, it, it It's kind of a cool scene that like I was really looking forward to. I've really been looking forward to this scene um, because in the book, there's several different um, interpretations of what happened Um and I was looking forward to Lord Beesbury dying, guys. I really was. Mm. I was looking forward to him getting his throat slit or something yeah. or thrown out of a window. And the way he died was such an anticlimax. Now is Crispy still going, right? Why is he allowed to murder with impunity? I mean, exactly. I know why. But, but why? But why? No though? one even goes, oh, that was a bit much. They all just go... Oh, you shouldn't you really say be anything. part of the Kingsguard anymore, should oh, you? But actually, I... mm, uh, well... Mouthing off, wasn't he? I want him to die so bad. He's Lord Commander now for that brilliant heroic act that he just did. Um, I really wanted Harold Westerling, uh, a.k.a. their version of Barristan, uh, to fucking throw down with him here. I really Mm. wanted that to happen because... That would make sense. That felt... That makes sense. Yeah, it does. He's like, take off your cloak, Sir Kristen. Take it off. And he puts his sword to his throat. And I was like, let's do it. Let's go. Um, Yeah, so... Let's Can we do do a book spoiler here? Because it doesn't affect the show. Of course we can. Yeah, so, I mean, old Crispy, he becomes Lord Commander because he's dead, isn't it? But he just dies of natural causes from memory. Just old. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he dies about ten years before this or something like that. Yeah, he's already oh. dead. He's already oh, dead. Oh yeah, at this I knew point, that already. I've read that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I was sitting there going, "Don't spoil it." Pretty sure Crispy so is already Lord Commander when he right. uh, he slits or does whatever he does to Beesbury. I yeah. always remembered him as oh. slitting his throat, and that to me seems the the better way to do it rather than go sit down and he pushes his head into the table and his head splits into the book. Oh, it's just it's needless, isn't it? He's old. <laughs> Mush head. Mushroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. we'll talk about mushroom a bit later, John, because mm. there's some saucy little mushroom takes well, coming up. Um, do, you know, do you know what seems just very... Back to Olivia Cook and Alison and the way they've written her character. The fact that she is baffled by... <laughs> what's going on here Bad, isn't it? is a concern to me Bad. because she she knows what's going on come on mm. come on her She's... dad's been encouraging her to sort of taint Viserys's mind against Rhaenyra uh, all along by saying they'll the ki- place, though, they it? will kill your if Rhaenyra becomes queen she'll kill your children like and now she's like what all along you've been doing this it's like come on love I think they're trying to make her more sympathetic of course they are yeah of course and they are. That's okay, yeah. but it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Yeah. The thing is, it doesn't line the up way with the anyone else in that family either. It's like, mm. yeah. Anyway, I just think it's weird because I I get it. I know what they're trying to do, and I I even said it was a problem earlier in the season. So I'm holding my hands up, and I said, you know, Team Green, they've got a bit of a problem because no one's going to be like, oh, I really feel for that character, and you know what? Compared to the book version of Alison, I actually do have sympathy this version of the character like i i i am sympathetic towards her plight because of the way they've you know changed things however i do think that if they just let the story progress um sort of like the books or even close to it i think by the time you get towards the end of dance of dragons or whatever you feel morally gray about everyone you know what i mean it it, it doesn't you don't if you just just trust in the process and let it evolve. <laughs> Human nature mean? is not black and white <laughs> yeah. in in any reality or unreality or fantasy. There is no pure good or pure evil. Everybody has a greyness to them, and I think it's <laughs> speak for yourself. Got in my hair. Yeah, you're gray. very white. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're looking Pale. very white. Um, <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you'd been dead for eight days. To be honest, when you popped up on this Zoom, can, can, uh, what, the same colour as your wall. What one thing we haven't covered, actually, and I'm Go surprised on. you haven't covered it, Len. Um, Sorry, and it was something. Sorry that, for that. No, no, it was fine. And it's something I had a massive concern with right at the beginning, where I was like, "Song and ice, a song of ice and fire." Blah blah blah. Like, oh, needless. Um, and then last week, obviously, wasn't on the episode, but. We end it a very good episode. I'd have given it a four bloobs. We end it with a silly thing where it's like, oh, okay, well, yep. maybe he's on about my rapist son. Maybe he thinks he is the prince that was promised. Yep. Definitely not. Um, but anyway. That's what we said. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, but are, surely that's more of a uh, an excuse rather than a, a genuine, no, this is what happened. And now we're led to believe that the whole point of this <laughs> usurpiness is or at least what Alison go, goes along with is that she's like, no, yeah, he, what he genuinely said, you know, my, you know, my yeah. smelly rapist son that likes, you know, 
breeding bastards to fight to the death um, before the age of 10 in a fighting pit somewhere uh, whilst he's not raping people. Yeah, that one, yeah. He's the prince that was promised that's going <laughs> to unite the realm. Yeah. Go away, man, honestly. No, we, we did say last week, John, that like obviously they're not talking about that fucking egg on as Prince has promised. Um, I think what we've fallen down on, at least me and Sir Gareth in the hot take, is she's clinging on to anything to justify what is about to happen. Um, and that is the way that I'm seeing it. Now, her telling Otto doesn't make a fucking difference to Otto because this plan has been in place regardless of those last words. So that's the thing. So I think from a perspective of chain of events, it makes zero difference but, because but, whether but, or not yeah, he said but, it or not, what, Otto so would have done it. What, what I'm getting at, though, is in the books, that's definitely not what's going yeah. on. You know, it's no. because Alison, she's much more driven to the end goal. To so correct, yeah. But in the show, it's kind of like, well, no, actually, there was a misunderstanding because her zombie husband, he was blubbering on about, you know, the you know the prince that was promised or whatever, and and that is why actually, go away, <laughs> man! Like, fuck's sake, it's just shit, isn't it? It's so poor. Yeah, they have brought the prophecy up. Uh one too many times Ooh, and also gosh. you know what's you know what's really interesting mm. re-watching game of thrones season one the amount of times that dagger appears so cool mm. actually to see it now in uh with that link actually i know we talk about them showing the dagger a lot in the show but uh when because mel my partner's just watched house of dragon i'm like do you recognize that dagger oh she's like is that the dagger and i'm like yeah that's the dagger so it's pretty cool so really and if you think ah, about the story dagger, 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 dagger. of the dagger itself and where it's come from to where it goes in the show. It's fucking awesome. Like, it is really cool. I just wish they'd stop hammering home this uh, Song of Ice and Fire prophecy being the motivation factor for both characters now. It should just be for Rhaenyra, because I think that makes much more sense. Yeah, look, um, I, 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 I don't mind the dagger being like this thing, because it's, it's an actual object, you know? So even when, uh, when Littlefinger's got it, he doesn't understand the the prophecy or whatever it's just oh, a no. very cool dagger that has been owned yeah. by princes and dragon yada, yada, yada. it's like yeah. it's like the valerian swords steel. right you know all the valerian steel swords you, you know as soon as as soon as you see a valerian steel sword it's going to have some cool history that's fine oh, but if yeah. someone's like oh actually there's a scroll that comes with this sword and it talks about this boy and uh, I think his name's going to be uh, Don Stark or whatever it's, uh, no no Right? Just shit. Like just stop it. Just focus on your own story. Anyway, carry on. We'll mm. we'll be we'll be talking all night otherwise. <laughs> okay, we then see uh Helena and her two twins, Jaharis and Jahera. Um and she keeps uttering, you know, she's a dreamer, we've talked about this, um, and how <laughs> some of the things she's mentioned have, have come true. Um and she says and she said it last week as well. She said it at the toast at the meal. She said, there's a beast beneath the boards. Yeah. And it's been quite interesting because on Reddit and me being a, you know, somebody who's read the source material and stuff, the other prophecies I could sort of figure out, like, you know, she discussed Eamon losing an eye before he gets a dragon. She's discussed another thing, which I won't spoil, um, which probably is going to happen. And beast beneath the boards. I was like, what the fuck is this talking about? Like, and a lot of people on Reddit were speculating. And I think we can safely say it's the end of the episode <laughs> now. So it's a complete show situation. So 
it's interesting. I, I do like her character. Like Helena is very interesting, you know, because of this dreaming situation and she's married to Egon, but she hates him. And John's alluded to the fact that Eamon and her have this connection, which I think is very interesting. Right, John? Mm. Yeah. I mean, look, look at the, it's at the end of the episode where he, he's kind of, he almost looks like he's standing in front of his sister and her hands on his like mm. arm or whatever. It's quite okay. They're brother and sister. So they're always going to be affectionate. Um, but also they're Targaryen. So that affectionate goes a little bit too far. Um, and Egon, I assume, is sleeping with everyone but his wife, to be honest. So, yeah. You kind of get the sense in this episode that Aemond, he's 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 quite honourable, but he, he envies everything that this fucking little dickhead Egon has in front of him. Like, mm. he loves Helena you know, he wants to be with her is kind of the interpretation I get anyway. And he also wants to be king. He feels like he would be much better suited to it. He studies, you know, he he understands the history of his house, all this sort of stuff, whereas Egon doesn't give a fuck. So it's it's an interesting dynamic for his character. Mm. And uh, I actually still like his character quite a lot. I'm really excited for like next week and, and his character going forward. Um, he's someone I definitely think I, I will care about, um, you know, in the show. So... Um, that's definitely a positive to take from it. Uh, when Egon disappears from the Red Keep, Otto has King Guard Sir Eric and Sir Eric search the city, while Alicent sends Kristen uh, or Crispy and Prince Aemond. Myceria the White, White Worm informs Otto that Egon is hiding in the city sept, but Kristen and Aemond apprehend him after a brief fight. Mm. Um, lots to cover here. Mainly, uh, I think we're all in agreement that this whole. Uh, chase through flea bottom is benign and um just uh, gaz mentioned it was like daytime tv sort of situation in a hot take john you've likened it to hercules uh <laughs> lucy emma any thoughts on this escapade yeah it's like a merlin type thing you know like yes yeah, sunday afternoon bbc drama mm. but worse worse than that yeah, yeah. i like um, a sunday afternoon bbc <laughs> drama but not, yeah, not in this though. fucking House of the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, I think though I all, kind of coming back to what we were saying about the room and like with, with the Green Council in a room. You know that they, they could have done less better in this episode, and they could what they could have done was that the council discussion and looking for Aegon in a better way. And that could have been the episode. You didn't need to go immediately to the coronation all in the space of one hour. And I think that was part of the problem with this episode is just too much done poorly. I, I didn't mind the, the chase for Aegon. Like, it didn't bother me massively. Yeah, but you're watching thought, fucking you know, CIS or NCIS or whatever. That's what you're watching at the moment. Right. Rewatching it. Garbage. The, the, thing, the thing that was interesting to me about it was kind of seeing the... The difference in loyalties between Eric and Eric, um, getting a little bit of insight into you could almost see the parallels with Damon in the early episodes and Aegon's behaviour. Some of it was interesting. Um, Crispy just needs to die is my main takeaway from this episode. <laughs> and I'm yeah. skipping right Soon. to the end. Why is he crowning the new king? Fuck off. So uh, annoying. Um, Lord Commander does crown the new king well, that's what happens sorry little prick um look i mean it was it, it was a little bit farcical 
but it was done, I think as a you know it was tried to be used as a plot device to give us some background and some knowledge of you know what Aegon's been doing in mm. the last six years since we last saw him wanking over the kind of city um and and to give us more of an insight into Aemond and I understand why they did it just to try less is more guys less is more mm. I yeah I, I don't think we needed to see this stuff I know they're trying to cram a lot in here like with the fighting pits and stuff um which is interesting don't get me wrong i think the and the inner workings of the common folk um is instrumental in what is about to happen um so we do need to see more of them and the white worm as well but it just her accent's so much... terrible though she's yeah, so jarring. fucking finally someone someone is brave enough to say it like I She's said English, this to. So what's this accent? Uh, what, She's English. Yeah. I is she actually? Mm-hmm. There are a children fighting in the fighting pits. This must stop. I know, and then it's like, we've only just seen that there's these horrible fighting pits and then suddenly she's like, we must put a stop to it. It's like, Correct, oh, okay. yes. Oof. But again, this right. is what I'm talking about, is terrible, lazy writing. It's so, like, yeah. hacky. Stop trying to make me care about things yeah. without any effort. intro to it. Yeah, if you put the effort and the introduction and the kind of the time behind it into something like that, I'm not saying I don't care about children being forced to fight in pits. I do. That's shit and horrible yeah. and awful and it should be We're stopped. never going to see it again. But five so... minutes of that is not going to make me sign a petition. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm... And they didn't even show it, really, which no. I'm glad I don't need to see it, but... No guts. No, I, I agree, but I think that's the problem with the whole of this season one, really, is if you look at it as a holistic piece, is that they sped through a lot very quickly and they didn't have to. Mm. But then, yeah, I think they could have said, shown Otto, shown um, Alison, say, send out there of people, go and get egg on, then you could see who brings him back. Don't need to see the chase at all. Yeah. Um, I actually quite like Sir Eric and Sir Eric. Um, and uh, that I, fight I think... scene was so bad as well. Yeah, I know the yeah, fight scene's terrible. bad, but I'm saying that I <laughs> I like the idea of them splitting up and uh, being on either side of the conflict. I mm. like that, um, and I hope that it develops further um, next season. Or <laughs> well, later we this know season. will, won't we? We know so, that's yeah, the point, right? You know, it's yeah. they're going. Yeah. Look, we need to get these two characters to this point before X episode. So let's yeah. just stick this thing in. I get it, right? But <laughs> it's um but that but that will tell you that the the crafting of some of this season is just like, well, why have they included that? Like I mean, honestly, let's go back to the fucking white stag thing. Like cut that out. That doesn't need to happen, honestly. It really doesn't. You know, let's give more time to developing some of these strands that you're now struggling to develop now. Yeah, anyway. Uh, we see the bastard Targaryens, uh, or at least one of them, um, in the fighting pits. <laughs> Little fellow, God knows. Yeah, yeah Very God young. knows how many uh, Aegon has. Um, do you guys think they'll be important later on? No. Um, like Robert's bastards were potentially. They're a lot more easy to distinguish than Robert's bastard. Like go and kill every baby with dark hair. Whereas these lads really do look Targaryen. Mm. Um, they might. I don't know. Yeah, imagine trying to hide them. Fucking hell! Mm, just wearing yeah. a hat for the rest yeah. of your life. Who's your dad? Because uh, yeah. you look like a Targaryen, to be honest. What are you doing down here? Got a light bulb head. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, I uh, I have a feeling they might be important. Then you know, just a gut feeling. Hmm. Gut feeling. Mm. You nice. don't know. It's cheating. <laughs> we don't know anything. 
We know nothing. Yeah. yeah? Jon Snow. Um, so let's talk about uh, the elephant in the room. The um, <laughs> could be could be anything at this point. Yeah. <sighs> we all know what we're coming on to now. Feet. Oh, shouldn't have said those words. Oh, uh, can we not? <laughs> crass. Jeez, no. That is crass. <laughs> Absolutely oh, crass. Um, Larry Strong warns Alison of uh, my series or the White Worms spy network. Mm. Uh, and as a you know trade for this information, he uh, wanks off to her Alison's pristine feet. Mm. Um, no, he might have just I've been adjusting. Here. Her feet are not even that nice. <laughs> is that what you say, is it, John? I mean, <laughs> no, it just, is. Justin. Yeah. You know, I doubt they were doing mani pedis in these days, so I don't mind them not being, like, perfectly pearly pink, to be fair. Yeah. Are you having to go at the feet and not the guy She's... wanking? Emma is, not me. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to make myself feel better about the disgusting and unnecessary perversion that we've brought into this TV show that had, I mean, again, um, no foundation, background or logic to it. I've I've written here. Why did we need to see this? We didn't I? And I and then we I've written it. here. This it. feels like something <laughs> not even Mushroom would come up yeah. with, John. Yeah, not even Mushroom not would, even go mushroom to these would come on that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I uh, to, look. I mean, anyone that knows me knows that I hate feet. So this scene to me was yeah, fucking like disgusting. So absolutely not needed, really not needed. I can we not just can we not have his character be so obviously creepy and evil? Like yeah. This was the point that I made when we had Egon just wanking out of the window like uh, it's lazy, on the same isn't it? Me, like, uh, honestly, we're going to have someone just kicking the homeless in the next episode or just fucking like just Sir Kristen, it, no doubt. Well, yes. Uh, Fairness, yeah. Rainus just did that with a dragon's tail. Like. Well, there you go. So, good. That's happened already. Eat um, the poor. You know, Varys, Littlefinger, obviously, like, snidey, like, useful, but you can't really fully trust them characters. Littlefinger more so than Varys. Varys was kind of, you know, I think he was better at, like, not revealing his his motivations true intentions yeah and yet you've got fucking laris uh, i'm not even sure did he need a club foot like uh, to be honest it's just like they've yeah, but gone... that shows that he's he's bad yeah he's a he's deformity. a cripple and evil isn't he look yeah. at him and yes. this just adds to that like yeah i'm amazed they didn't make him a, a dwarf as well like yeah just make him a dwarf as well isn't it just evil isn't it? Like yeah, just, it's really oh, lazy. Just, I mean, oh mate, honestly, just shit. And again, it's not in the book. You know, I've not. Uh, there's no secret chapters that I've missed where it's like, oh, apparently, Laris love wanking over feet. Like, oh, fucking hell, honestly. Like the I'd queen love could like have know. him executed, surely. Like for yeah. just I, for anything, get Kristen to come and fucking kill him. It'd What's... be less creepy if she was just sucking him off, and that was why how she was getting information out. Of him. Can that we again? just but not? But if they were going to go for yeah. something like that, why did it have to be feet? It mm. makes I wouldn't, it, no sense. Why does it have to be anything? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't. I think it, I think but... him. He's holding obviously over her the kind of the getting rid of the, his family um, at her quote unquote say so. That's enough. It's not right. Mm. Well, actually, also show me your feet because she could just say off with his head. 
Would it have been worse she could, if it she was She could like... say to Kristen, he's tried to touch me. Can you kill him? And Kristen would literally do anything because he's got no brain. No, easy. hold on. So easy. Constantly having a go at, at Crispy. I Leave hate him. Alone, him. Right? Awful. Hate him. Um, Hottest guy I've ever hated. Yeah. Down is... with Kristen. Yes. Um, would it have been worse if it was like uh, she had to give his club foot like a massage or something? Suck his toes? That would have been grim, right? Yeah, you would have hated that, John. Fucking hell, I would not fair. have turned up to this podcast. <laughs> that, would, that would be me done for the season. Zero <laughs> blues all the way. To defeat that you've even brought that up as a suggestion. I'm just saying. I'm just, like I'm just the how far can they take on. it? Is that going to happen again? Well, can, um, can you not take it any further? I feel revolted by this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's that bit's shit. I, Move on. Really bad. From my, really from bad. my perspective, this this whole foot thing is just it's just why i just keep coming back to why what is this telling us about laris what is this telling us about allison it, it it's not really telling me anything other than yeah laris is actually a, a fucking creep as well as, <laughs> as, as being anyway. as, as being as being a fucking shady motherfucker like but the, it, leave a bit of fucking mystique to his character yeah, he didn't actually make him mystic, you know their interactions previously had much more nuance and were actually right. quite a lot more threatening yes. and a bit yeah. made you more uneasy. Like, what is he capable of? And now it's just wanking over feet. It's like, all oh, right. Yeah. I, uh, so- less, less like scary mm. as a person now that we know that. Just gross. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's So some of the stuff that they did with Joffrey kind of annoyed me where it was like overly just sadistic. And it, it kind of just got like, there was, the, there was the bit where he had like the crossbow and the, yeah, Ross and Ross. What's going on here? Like, is this necessary? Um, and it sort of feels a bit like that, but it's obviously all being condensed into one season where we've got a guy that's like, oh, this guy's got club foot and he doesn't feel like he can hang around with the men, so he's going to hang around with the women. Fast forward nine episodes later, wanking over feet. So if you're feeling sorry for him, then you know more for <laughs> Queen's you. Queen's feet. Yeah, yeah, and he's constantly going, oh, do you want me to fucking kill someone? Because I'll do it if you ask me. Can like, you tidy yourself up, mate? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've spent at least ten minutes talking about people wanking over feet. So mm. let's move on. Because I didn't God. think I'd be saying that sentence this season. Honestly, again, I did not think I'd be saying that this season, <laughs> and I have. So, yes. um, <laughs> let's get on to the end of the episode. Otto has hundreds of small folk herded into the Dragon Pit's main hall, where he announces. Viserys' death and crowns Aegon as king. At the same time, Sir Eric is trying to smuggle Princess Rhaenys out of the castle. Um, let's just talk about Rhaenys quickly um, and her interaction with Alicent as well, because Alicent comes in and, and tries to sort of, um, you know, go, look, you should join our team. Our team's really good in that. And uh, you should have been queen, yeah? Yeah. Um, but uh, you should have been queen but I'm actually going against a woman sitting on the throne and installing my rapist son. I love so when join that team. When Rainer's turned around and went, haven't you ever thought about yourself being on the throne? And I thought, yes, because all you're showing is that she's pathetic and she's a puppet. A puppet. Mm. This is yeah, probably the best scene for me. I thought acting wise, dialogue, and when how she sort of draws the comparison that all we've ever done is act for men. And it's like Very good. Yep. And she, then she will not stop doing that. She's doing it again for her son. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought it was strong. Mm. Is that the only interaction really they've had it. this season? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Pretty much. I think so. Uh, yeah, I as think so. Those actresses yeah. anyway. Yeah. No, I've not spoken to you this uh, in the last 15 years, but basically, come on. 
come on, let's be friends Join together. Me. Mother to mother. I've imprisoned um, you. And that was a good scene. Dragon. Yeah, it was a good scene. But you, you know, it's yeah. only going one way. So, so yeah. Well, you sit there and you just like. I think at this moment in time, you don't really have a sense of who's got what on what side in terms of. I mean, you do if you're like a super fan, I guess, know what dragons are on which side and all that sort of jazz. But, you know, you need to sort of understand, like, if one side has a few more dragons than the other, they're huge favourites. Which you know, are the, they're black- going to the, <laughs> the Blacks have more dragons, right? In the matchup. <laughs> the Blacks have more dragons, yeah. That's well, right. But the, but the Greens have the biggest dragon in well, Vegas. So. Well, look, you know, we're, we're obviously, we're book readers, so we've got some sort of sense of the, the task at mm. hand. So right now... Uh, ladies, if I if I was to ask you, you know what what you think the disparity is in terms of number of dragons or whatever, would you, would you hazard a guess? Okay, let me do some maths. Dragon I, maths. I, dragon I, maths. <laughs> dragon maths. Dragon Red maths. Bankritical. It's like normal maths, but instead of numbers, it's dragons. Does Helena have whatever her name is have a dragon? Yep. Dreamfire. So there you go. Yep. I'm so I think the greens, have, the greens have the greens have three. Mm. And, and I think the, the blacks have five. So I would, Why are you I'm holding up eight? <laughs> so that's three, that's five. <laughs> five for um, the blacks and three for the greens. And okay, one of those is the biggest dragon in the world. Is that right? Five and three? What's happened to um, Lainor's uh, dragon? Where's yeah, he? Yeah, well, that's interesting well, as well. Yeah. Well, I was well, assuming okay. that one of the kids had that. Someone's uh, going to get yeah, that. Yeah, I think, I think the blacks at this stage have six dragons. Well, far off. Uh, they've got Cyrax, Caraxes. So Cyrax is uh, Rhaenyra's. They've got Caraxes, which, which is, is Daemon's. They've got Melis, which is Rainies. Then they've got um, Vermax, which is Jaceres. Luceres is... Oh, what's his fucking name? And and also Baby Joffrey has one as well. Mm. So Are they little six. dragons, though? Are they yes. like little baby but ones? Also, also, you've got to remember that uh, Raina and Baylor. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm sure they've got dragons. Uh, one of them has a dragon, and I can't remember its name for life of me, but they're a lot smaller mm. at the moment. Um, whereas on the greens, you've got Dreamfire, Sunfire, Vagar. Um, it's quite a lot of youth players on the, uh, yeah. on the black side. You'll win nothing with kids. <laughs> Stamina, though. Yeah. Stamina. Whereas the greens yeah, have youth. got, you know... Harland, yeah. basically. A veteran. Yeah. Interestingly, well, they have they have said, and we haven't seen him yet, but Alicent's fourth child, Darren. <laughs> Remember I talked to you about Darren? Oh, yeah, Remember Darren. Daz. Darren, or Darian, Little his Daz. name is. He, is. he does exist, apparently, and he is going to be in season two. Mm. So that's interesting, because he is actually kind of has a cool little arc in in the books in a way so and he has dragons <laughs> in so a way. yeah in the a way. blacks are ahead in terms of dragons anyway we digress so that's where we're at um you holding and, your hand you know, up for it to answer questions just, just speak yes the podcast just speak, yeah, go on just speak man go on then. try not to interrupt speak. um so if we're talking about the um the the anointing of the new king um yeah when aegon turned around and looked at the crowd for a split second, I thought he was going to slit his own throat. <laughs> okay. Is that just me? Okay. I thought, he was gonna, I thought he was going to do something completely opposite to being like, yeah, mm. king, yeah. Mm. That would have really been hilarious. I genuinely thought that was what was going to happen. I this, think that would have been better. That's my comment on it. It would have been better. I don't That'd want be this. Fuck I'd you be, all. Slit yeah. my throat. I'd have given it four blues for that. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting take, everyone. I've actually written here that 
he obviously starts this episode not wanting to be king at all, but the moment he starts, you know, raising the sword and people cheering his name, I said he's he's he's, he's buying into it more. You know, the idea mm. that being king maybe isn't the bad. Applause. He like, loves the. I mean, the, if you walked you into know, a room and you've got hundreds of people that are cheering for you, you definitely get into it. Yeah, of course. I'll be swinging that sword. No, I'd not. lob that sword into the crowd. <laughs> like, why not? Yeah. Blackfire. Yeah. So I thought that was cool as well. We we see Egg on the Conqueror's crown, his mm. Valyrian steel crown, and his ancestral sword, Blackfire. Um, uh, yeah. Conquered the Seven Kingdoms. Anyone else find the sorry the uh, reaction to Viserys's death from the crowd quite funny? It was very <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh what? Oh, because they've him. noticed that he's a quite zombie. muted. Yeah. Oh well, we were expecting it. Yeah. I think. I think they did a good job here of the the book. They sort of say like, "There's this." They don't know how it was received. Like, how many people were there in the dragon pit? Um, they don't know if they like cheered or there was sort of a muted applause. And I think they did a kind of good job here of at least going like, "I didn't have a fucking clue what the crowd really thought." Even when they were cheering, I was a bit like, mm. "This is a bit fake." Because first of all, when he's crowned, they're a bit like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit weird. <laughs> and then some people um, get into it. Like, oh, come on! Do you know what I mean we're not at work? I think today. it makes sense <laughs> yeah. though. Like yeah. to the common people, whoever's in charge, it probably doesn't really make much difference to your life day to day. Much like with us. Well, well, do you know mm. what? Well, Lucy, mm. you know, I. That's interesting. I'm not going to have a go at anyone that you know went to the funeral procession of the Queen and stuff, and went to visit the palace and queued up for 28 hours to go and see a box. You do you, right? Um, but I'm just saying, sometimes people have not got a lot else to do, um, and they will do it. <laughs> At least with this, it's like I'll yeah, go David there Beckham. and you know I'll, I'll knock about for a bit, see a new king, and hopefully not get killed by a dragon that turns up out of nowhere. Also, in fairness, oh, none of them had a choice. They were all herded in there. Yeah, they were corralled in. So I imagine they were probably thinking, I should cheer so I don't die. The way that the reason Otto does that is because he needs to create this big ceremony um, to make it Witnesses. more official. Witnesses, everything. Um, if they just did it behind closed doors, people are like, well, you know, what's going on? So he needs to create this huge <laughs> situation, which is why the dragon pit is used. Um, but of course, choosing the dragon pit could be disastrous because amid the commotion, Rainies reaches her dragon Melis uh, and then demolishes the hall, killing, like you said, hundreds of poor common folk, um, and then confronts the royal usurpers before fleeing on Dragonback. Okay, big question. Uh, we've talked about it a bit, but why doesn't she just kill them? Yes, Obviously, that would be the end of the show. Season two, then, with the... Why was there no guard guarding the dragons? Yeah, it is mad that That's if stupid. you're just in the crowd, you can just wander down to the... Hey, come yeah. down here. Let's go have a look at these dragons then. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the first question. Uh, it's a good stupid. question. She should have killed them all. I mean, it, it it's it's a huge plot point that they've written themselves into a corner on, like, just the, unnecessarily. Like, and, and the reason they've done it is to make the coronation more... Um, they're like... Uh, they're, they're probably like... I think this is what happened. They've got to like episode nine and they're like, oh, episode nine, traditionally there's something big that always happens. Um, what, what have we got this episode? So yeah, Egon gets coron- <laughs> um, he gets the coronation, uh, but we, yeah, we need to be better because foot it's wank. pretty, pretty, yeah, put a foot wank in there. And then also enough, um, though, maybe a dragon 
how do we get a dragon in there? House of the Dragon. How do we get a dragon in there? Right. I take um, issue with this because if you're doing a 10, a 10 episode season, right? You've written all of those episodes. And at some point, someone's read them all through. And if they've gone to episode nine and gone, this isn't a dramatic enough. And you've got time to change stuff, right? It's, this is, you haven't fi- done your final submission of your dissertation here. You can edit this. <laughs> if you wanted a dragon, you could have had Rhaenyra arriving. That yeah. would have been logical. It that didn't... could have been interesting. Th- she I mean, said she was going to do it too. Yeah, exactly. That back. would have been interesting. That Actual would have been very interesting. Plot that would have made more sense. So next season, guys, if you're listening, I get me in. Yeah, yeah. Now I just, I just think it was uh, a situation I didn't need to write themselves into. And like John said at the start, you might have loved it, dear listener. Um, but genuinely, I implore you to think about. You know, next episode, Rainey's is going to be fighting these people on Dragonback, and almost, you know, it's life or death situation for everyone. Mm. So, why she knows that's coming? There's no way that's not happening. You know, she's smart. Well, it wouldn't. Knows it wouldn't happen if she'd burnt them all. <laughs> yeah. So, it's so just ask yourself, man. as a motivation for a character, why? Mm. Why? Yeah. Doesn't you know, make any sense. Um, and that's all I have to say about it. I mean, look, if anyone else wants to, we can we can wrap up the episode there, or yeah, that'll do. Whatever. <laughs> I I do think though that um, the, the dragon roaring at them was really cool, and I thought it was a cool shot. Um, and I thought the dragon actually looked really good. Um, mm. but I will say the rubble effects yeah. in the dragon pit were sick form level, like college <laughs> level. They were abysmal. Mm. Um, and I think the big problem I've got is as well. This whole show is going to have so much CG coming up that I'm worried because, and I said this to Gaz, I was like, Gaz, am I, is it because I've watched Rings of Power where honestly it's unbelievable. I can't believe how good it looks, Yeah, you know, um, am, am I now just like that is the gold standard and then everything else below it is just terrible or is this bad? And I looked at that smoke effect again. I've watched it several times. It is abysmal. It is so bad. It is bad. I could make that smoke effect and those rubbles. You know what I mean? Well, they're, but they're hoping that you just... The, the casual viewer is not really going to give a shit about... They're just going to look at the dragon. You know, that, that's, that's, there what, were scenes that's what they're hoping for. There were scenes in Game of Thrones with dragons that were much better. And that's how, like, how many years ago was that CGI? Yeah, so and, and there, there I don't are all, know why. There are also scenes in, in Game of Thrones that look a bit shit, to be honest. But it doesn't yeah. matter because the characters are good. The story's good. You don't, you're not, you don't really care about, yeah, you know. Um, I, look, I, I, I'm sure it's quite difficult to put a scene like that together, but even more so, it's like, oh, yeah. well, don't, fucking don't do it then. Yeah, if you can't do it, right? The books. Why have you done it? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't mental. do it at all. Yeah. Why have you baked this cake? I didn't ask for a cake. It's not even my birthday. <laughs> have it anyway. It looks terrible. It tastes shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I will. Okay. Mm. Good. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's wrap up the episode there. As we said, we we hope we've given you some reasons to think about why some of those scenes necessarily didn't line up with our expectations. Um, but we do have some feedback, so let's move on to that now. Um, guess what, guys? Title, title guy is back. I, read oh, I watched it. Yes. I watched them this week. Yeah. You watched it? Yeah, I couldn't get it to skip right, so I had to watch it all. Um, well, <laughs> did you notice the changes, Lucy? Because I don't know what it um, was like before. Definitely left the room. 
<laughs> he says Viserys symbol is now filled with blood to signal his death. Oh, yeah. And they added a blue sapphire for Aemond. Oh. Uh, which is What's interesting. the relevance of that? Uh, Should we well, just we'll tell say? You, it's not really a spoil. Yeah, it's not really a spoiler. Say. It's just he's got a blue sapphire where his eye was under That's his eye cool. patch. That's mm. very punk. So they, haven't they? Also I'm sure put you'll a, see it next week. Seven pointed star on Alicent's thingy. Yep, mm. they have got stuff like that. I think he's mentioned that in previous ones. Then, so yeah, yeah. You're on yeah. <laughs> title watch as well. I haven't you? watched the title Lesser. for like four weeks, so. That was what okay. I know. Oh, I, sk- I skip it every time. I'm like, just proving like, I'm, I'm watching, yeah, I tr- okay? I try. I'll tell you what, well, this is, look, I said before, you know, the confusion about who's got what dragons, I'm telling you, season two, let's just have that. Have it like a team sheet. Who's got whose yeah. dragons? How they line up. Yeah, yeah. what's the formation? Yeah. Where are the dragons knocking about this mm. episode? Is it a dragon stone? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but you, you know, you laugh, but like that will actually Don't help. Because some people are like, "Who's this dragon? Well, oh, he's dead now, so who cares?" You know, that will start happening. No, <gasps> dead dragon. Well, I'm just saying. Oh. You know. Well, get ready yeah. for that. Um, we also have feedback from Tim Pickerel, a patron, friend of the show, and member of the Watchers on the Couch Pod. Mm. Uh, check him out, guys. Please do. That's Watchers on the Couch Pod. Um, he's had this to say. Uh, and this is uh, Lucy. Do you remember last week when you um, you tried to make me sound like a fucking dickhead by telling you the ages of everyone? And I was yeah, like, that's oh, funny. Fucking hell. I asked um, a, a very simple question. You made yourself look like a dickhead. Yeah? Well, no, self-inflicted. I did a very good job. So whatever. <laughs> you just said anyway, you look like a dickhead. In Continue. reference to this, he said, uh, in reference to the how old is such and such at this point in the show, did anyone else catch the behind the episode where Condal says? Uh, Condal's one of the showrunners, uh, says they aged the kids up to 17 to 21. If this last episode was a six-year jump and and episode six was a 10-year jump, that's 16 years. Prior to that, Egon was around three based on the mummer's play. Uh, Jace and Amond weren't born yet, so at most, Jace and Amond can only be 16 and Egon is 19 and Helena is 17, right? Mm. Did I miss something? Did it take another few years to ship Lena's body back to Driftmark and they didn't tell us? I know Matt Smith is in this show, but I still expected less wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Doctor <laughs> Who reference. Nice. Even I yeah. got that. Good that. As always, much love, Tim Pickerel. Thanks, Tim. Uh, yeah, the age thing is it's difficult, isn't it? Um, I think we're in the right ballpark with what you've said there. And yeah, I think... You know, the kids are a few years older than what they are in in, in the book. I think, like, 15 or 16. I think Luke, Luke's, like, 13 or 14. It's um, <clears throat> about book. eight. Luke and Jace, there's, like, a year's difference, I think. Yeah. A year or two That's at right. maximum. Yeah, I think but it's yeah, 15 Luke... and 14. I think it's 15 and 14. Uh, he he does two. look drastically and... younger than everyone else. Yeah. Yes. And Joff... Uh, the third kid of Rhaenyra is he looks really young in the show I would say he's actually like 12 or something or 11 in the... I do not recall seeing this child where was he was, <laughs> you have he seen him he was playing him. on you the map you, you saw him get born in episode 6 yeah I remember the birth <laughs> yeah and you saw him in Dragonstone and in this, in this episode he was playing on Valyria. the map no maybe that was last episode that was he's last not episode. in this episode yeah, he's not in this one 
He's not no. in this one because there's no. no team black in this one. I'm sure mm. it's not important. Other than other than Beesbury, of course, mm. and oh. uh, Lord R. Caswell, who gets fucking hung as well. We didn't even talk about the Lords, but yeah. Once again, it could have been so much better if they had just, you know, slit their throats and been brutal with it. But they just fucking, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But that's it for this week, guys. I'm sorry that we were not, uh, you know, enthused uh, by the episode. We we feel like traditionally (laughs) episode nines could could be the best. Critical. Fan Mm. critical. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, though. I, I feel more so than other podcasts we actually say it like it is instead of uh, some podcasts who sit there and just go, oh, yeah, fantastic. What a fantastic show. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. And you just sit there and go, well, come on, guys. There's things in there which clearly are not great. And and at least we say it like it is, which is why we exist, yeah, to be the, uh, the sort of anchor point to your realities, dear listeners. <laughs> um, anchor point. Especially John. Fuck me. He'll bring you down to earth quicker than you can say. Mm. No, but look, you know, if next episode, if it's a five blue, but I think it probably, I mean, it should be, should be, should be with what they've got to work with. Um, then I'll be the yeah. first to say, you know, that was that was lit. You know, I'll be the first Sun? to say that, and I'll put yeah. the hashtag. You know, peak <laughs> hashtag fire. This episode was Lovely. peak. Yeah. Peak. peak. Time. <laughs> I'll, right, I will I quit say... if someone says that next week. All right, well, oh, God. there you go. Wait and see. Yeah, more motivation. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, thanks for joining me this week. I want to thank my small council. You may open the doors to the council chambers because we Finally, have finished stinks. here. Finally, stinks. Seven days, fuck me. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to say thank you to Lady Baron. Thanks, Len. Lady Emma. Thanks, Lenny. Uh, Bronze John. Thank you, Leonard. And of course, little Gareth, who can't be here today, um, you know, we we thank him for trying, you know, for trying and just Gold being with stars. us. Stop pot shotting him; um, he's not here. <laughs> but he said he's going to be we'll here next you week. On the next right? one, yeah, yeah, he's in next week. He's mm. in next week. We've got all of us next week. Uh, so it is. Uh, of course, we have the hot take out for episode ten next Monday, and we will catch you then. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.